Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, because you get your winnings fast now, delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Now sign up with promo code AGAINSTALLODDS so they know I sent you. Part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How we doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Lots of fun. Lots of fun times ahead. We're in the thick of things with the NBA playoffs. That first series is winding down. A lot of these series, some of them are uh, actually over. In the case of the Nets Celtics, the one we thought would be the best is done. A sweep. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Two days until the NFL draft. Four days until Harry gets married. Harry and the lovely Angie. We have a prop quiz available right there at extrapoints.com slash arcade. Harry, I noticed you. As see now we, this this could get weird because the prize is a four hundred and thirty dollar money order to commemorate four thirty your wedding date. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you mm-hmm. even know that that it's four thirty. That's sure. your wedding date four thirty. You're going to sign the money order and send it off to the winner, whoever does best on this prop quiz. But I did notice Angie participated. At least someone named Angie who was like right after <laughs> your name. Did you know that? I did. I did have her uh, sign up and uh, put in the entry. Sure. Well, that's not real. I mean, she could fix a lot of these. She has a lot mm-hmm. to do with some of these. A lot of inside <laughs> info possibility, what we've always hoped to have achieved and get as we gambled throughout these years. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it should pay off eventually. But I mean, there are some who will tear up during the ceremony. Like I picked wow. Angie and she obviously has control over that. Uh, wow. Harry, don't weigh in here. But does Harry mention gambling wow. in his vows? Uh, will Harry remove his shirt during the reception? Parley Kid, I know you join. Bry joined. Do you have any doubt, uh, any thoughts on this? By the end of the weekend, will Harry's master Ken have threatened to sue the band caterer, cartoonist, <laughs> acapella band, yes. or anyone else? Yes, yes, hey, yes, yeah. yes. That yes. is a lock. That's the lock of the year, <laughs> yes. Sal. That is the lock of the year. Take, yes, Listen, 100%. I'm not, I'm not ruling out that I might not cheer up. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out you there. You might not cheer up? What? Tear up, but oh, it, tear up. It will, oh, okay. it'll have nothing to do with the wedding, though. Something. Yeah, exactly. I'll check his phone. I'll <laughs> lost a bet or something, like the Sixers, uh, <laughs> the Sixers middle lead or something. Uh, yeah. Now, Harry, uh, Ken might actually sue us for including that question in the prop quiz. So <laughs> he I might. He yeah, might. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. We go to extra I've points. Just been on the phone for the last twenty minutes with your mother back and forth. She My mother. Why? Your mother. Yeah, she wants. Wants to know some questions, so I've been filling her in. Like, what kind of questions does she have? Uh, just uh, she, well, just she said that uh, she's like, I heard you had a house. Where's it at? How's it going? <laughs> All this stuff. How's the wedding plans going along? Oh, you know, all right. I asked her if she needs a ride. I, you know, I'll pick her up if she needs. A, you know, oh, was she asking like the prop quiz questions? Is she trying to get in on this four hundred thirty dollars <laughs> money order? 
I don't know. I'll, I'll hit her up later about it. All right. We'll check it out. By the way, some people are, um, are emailing cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. They have uh, additions to these uh, props, although they're already set. More gummies consumed prior to the ceremony. Oh, that's not right. Angie minus 200. This is from Josh. <laughs> this is from Josh. He reached out to us. Cousin Sal against all like odds at gmail.com. Nice. Um, oh, th- I hadn't considered this. Length of time Harry holds the kiss at the end of the ceremony. Oh. Over under oh. one and a half seconds we've discussed that oh you have really well, Ken and i have not me <laughs> <laughs> what was that discussion yeah that's not something no, my mother a- called about is it <laughs> oh no. No, actually me and angie have discussed that so you are we're, and is one of on is it. one of you leaning towards a uh, uh, a higher number than the other uh, I, I would say I was leaning a little higher, but really? we'll see. We'll see. You yeah, yeah, dirty yeah. dog, you. You're trying to That's make right. us all sick. Look at you sticking your tongue down our throat. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Uh, we're all excited. That's Saturday night. Could be uh button up against game seven with the uh, feet for Phoenix right there in your backyard, uh-huh. basically Phoenix, New Orleans. We'll get to that. We'll get to the other two games in a moment. Uh, but let's recap last night. I, we had six picks. We all, we each do a prop. We, and we each do either a side or a total. I went four and two. That net game was bad. Let's get on that. First of all, um, you know, I had the nets and I had Bruce Brown (laughs) over points. I mean, I I bragged him. I'm like, this guy takes 12, 15, 17 shots. And then you know what he said? He's like, you know what? Take all your shots back. KD. I I don't want anything to do with this nonsense. Uh, And then they lost and they're swept and Paulie kid. I don't know. Is this, I was thinking about this. Is this the most disappointing season for a New York team? I'm trying to figure out the last time a New York team disappointed like this. I, I don't even know if the Nets are considered a New York team, really. Well, yeah, exactly what I was going to say, Sal. I mean, they are a New York team, but yeah. uh, this is a very under-the-radar uh, loss here for the team like the Nets. That's why these guys like uh, like Durant, you know, they, they they came to New York, but they really didn't come to New York. Mm-hmm. If, this, if this was going on with the Knicks, uh, there would be a lot more scrutiny. They almost are able to... Uh, get away with this performance and uh, by tomorrow we'll be out of the news. Here, Interesting. Sal. So because Kyrie's uh, always going to take shit. KD's taking some. And now they talk about Nash being fired, Brian. I feel like they're taking a lot, but it doesn't seem like it has. Uh, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't think. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm with you. It hasn't. This is a team that know, was a seven seed and they had all their guys come playoff time. They made a terrible trade or whatever, a trade that didn't affect them. They got a guy who didn't play. He dressed uh, flashy on the sideline. And that was yeah, it. I, yeah. That's where, I mean, you know, I think the more the anger is probably even with more like a guy like Simmons than any, almost anybody else, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get, yeah, you have a couple guys here. My uh, anger's with that Bill are, Simmons because I can't take all the celebration over the <laughs> oh, Celtics. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, that, that I know already. Oh, I'm hoping the Celtics weren't that good. I don't know what to read from this, right? Although the Nets did shoot like 54% from the field or something against a very good defensive team. So it might have been a bad matchup, actually, for the Celtics. Uh, But shit, I don't know. Does he get fired? What what kind of odds you put on uh, Nash getting fired, Bri? Uh, Yes, minus 300. Is that Uh, right? Wow. I would would think he should, right? I mean, he, he, I don't Mm. know. He's taken a lot of the blame for, I mean, it's not necessarily his fault. And obviously the rest of that roster is kind of garbage yeah. without Simmons playing, but I, I don't know. I, I think he, he takes a lot of the blame for this. I mean, he's no Greg Popovich or whoever. None, 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 you can't compare him to these greats, but 
in a way, it's, it's a weird thing to say. He's almost too famous to get fired this early. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Harry? Yeah. You know, Harry. just the guys. I just, I mean, they only have <laughs> the Mets roster only has one uh, one player on their team that they actually drafted. Uh, again, hey, listen, the spite bet came. I went four and two last night too. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Both on the Jazz, but the spite bet came in. The spite bet came in on. Uh, Kyrie under 32 and a half points and assists and just his demeanor watching him play. It just it doesn't matter who's the coach of that team. It's going to be controlled by him anyway. It's if he's on that team well, and no one I'm, wants to play with him. Yeah. Uh, you're right, Harry. I mean, he made a comment at the end of the game that him, Durant and the uh, management will decide what's best going forward. <laughs> Something like that. Right? You know, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to have the prints on anything that happens there. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, look, they're the ones who want a Nash. They want a, they wanted a very player friendly coach, mm-hmm. right? They, that's what they wanted. Uh, and Nash is, seems like a great guy, probably knows the game of basketball. He just isn't at that coaching level yet that he needs to be to get these teams to another level. Right. It'll be interesting to see who they bring in. I mean, I really liked the Atkinson who they had before Nash. I thought was doing a heck of a job with a lot less talent there. They ran him out of town. Right. Uh, so we'll see who's available. Well, I, I don't know who is available. Like, who's who's the guy who's taking over here? And by the way, well, that's the thing, right? You always have to replace him with a with someone better, right? For everyone to be happy. But um, I, and I and I joked about this. I said, watch Kyrie get the uh, the vaccine the day after they're eliminated. Wouldn't that be funny? And sure enough, there's a freaking this picture. He's posted a picture of him at Walgreens getting the shot. No, I'm kidding. No, he's not. He <laughs> oh, come no, shoot. No, no, he's uh, not. All right. I thought. Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I do want to say, yeah. So I guess, I don't know. I was looking at it from a perspective of a disappointing season for a New York team. I don't know. Babyface, do yeah. you have an idea? I mean, I guess the Yankees season already with those scumbag fans is a disappointment. No matter what happens Whoa. the rest of the way, those right field bleacher. I thought uh, they were vindicated. I thought we vindicated <laughs> yeah. those fans. They're vindicated. Uh, all right. And the second game, Raptors now coming back. Doc Rivers could do it. He could blow another lead. What is the only coach to blow three one, right? And now it's potentially three Oh, he could do this. This would be something he has 31 losses in potential closeout games. The most by a head coach in NBA history, that line after game three, 51, the 51 to one odds that Toronto won the series. Now it's six ten plus actually now it's mm-hmm. plus five seventy. Wow. Uh, Brian, Ooh. what I mean, I, you know, the it's whole funny. world is rooting for Toronto here. I, yeah, I, it's funny. I after watching these last two couple of games, I'm like, I, I don't know. I maybe like that plus five seventy or whatever it is because mm-hmm. I, I think, I think Toronto's winning game. I mean, we'll we'll go over this another time, but I think they're winning game six. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing how the the 76ers look, but I will say without Van Fleet in that lineup, that bigger athletic defensive lineup is causing them fits. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is going yeah. game seven. I, this is good for Harry. It's good for Harry. You guys laughed a little bit at my plus one and a half games with Toronto at plus 158. But Trent Siakam really turned it around. They've been fantastic. And again, like I said yesterday, Philly has the most difficulty out of all these teams closing out series at the end. They just can't get it done very cleanly. Right. All right. Well, all right. You, so you have a little value. What is plus 158? You said you have plus, plus you, 158. You need to win another game. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah, I just, and also like with this Nets thing, I feel like, hey, why should James Harden benefit from all this? Let's root against him too, right? Isn't that kind of, isn't sure. that the prevailing yep. oh, uh, yeah, thought yeah. here? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely, so. Yeah. Let's root against uh, Harden all right. right now. So that's Mavs, it. Jazz, uh, that's become interesting. I said yesterday, you know, Mavs um, maybe lucky, maybe not lucky to be 2-2 with uh, Luka missing three games, but 
they uh they ran the Jazz out of the gym there. I mean, I had them to win the first half and to win the game. That was easy. I had Conley under points. That was easy. And now they're minus 550 parlay kid to finish this off. Uh, it seems a little high, but then again, the Jazz can't get out of their own way. Yeah, what do I root for here? I think I have this a lot of different ways. I think I just have, I already cashed on a bet. Uh, you had plus two plus and a half or two something? and a half. So that you need I to have win two another games. one. Yep. With the Mavs, where I have them just to win the series uh, mm-hmm. before it started, so it was like plus two forty. You should root for that. And I ha- also yeah. have an I have a, another one for them to win uh, the series at four to three mm. at plus five hundred. So it's kind of like oh, interesting. What you know? Do I root for them to lose this game and then try to hit the trifecta of these bets? No, you got to win this or game. Oh, do I just? Right? This is the you got to go up three. No, I know, I know, you have I, them in seven, but you got to win. You got to root for them to win this game, don't you? To go up 3-2? I mean, I, I, well, I mean, were you even thinking of hedging? I mean, well, pretend, in a pretend world where you would hedge, we're saying. So you would take, I'm trying to think, you'd, Utah would be favored in game six. So that would have to be your hedge, right? Uh, and they still have to win game seven. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's how it could all work out. I get. I guess I have to think more about I that. I don't know, then. Brian. I don't know if you have that? a team to win in seven. I think you almost have to wait till game seven to hedge, right? Uh, I think so. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's a tough. Or one. else, then uh, you're doing it twice. I know. Right. It's like yeah. Uh, we have uh, John Morant's playing tonight, and he won Most Improved Player at thirty. Uh, thirty. He was thirty to one odds preseason uh, bet. Now I lost with this. This is controversial. I had Zion Williamson, <laughs> and I think he actually did improve since the beginning of the beginning of the year. He didn't. I mean, he couldn't even walk to the court. Probably he was so fat. And then by the end of the year, albeit none of this happened in a game, but he was doing like spinning dunks and everything. So I did see some improvement in Zion. Not enough uh, to sway the voters, though. But uh, you know, a lot of people think this is ridiculous because Ja was already good last year, right? And why should he win? This is like putting extra. I know Mikey Meatballs likes putting the extra cheese on the pizza, but it's like pizza's already great. So <laughs> how much how much better is it going to be? What should be the qualifications here, Harry, for most improved player? Who knows? I mean, this, this most improved player award is just a silly award, anyways. Who determines what? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. last year it changed so like it it was Grant for Detroit, so for the whole season, and he was minus four hundred the whole season until Randall took over last two weeks of the regular season when he was already putting up good numbers, all of a sudden switched. Who knows what the qualifications are? Who knows? I don't know. Oh, I just asked you what they should be. You said you don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I don't think the NBA knows. No, the, the NBA doesn't knows. know. They don't they know for any of these awards. None of the, nobody's satisfied with any of these awards. Well, and well, I, it's a stupid I, award anyway. Although, what, what good is right. that? Well, I don't blame the fans. But even defensive player of the year, everyone's like, really smart? Uh, I don't know. Most... Outstanding, you know, MVP, forget it. Everyone will just argue forever on it until you change it to most outstanding player, right? And then even then people will argue. But this most improved one, Brother Bry, this does seem to get in everyone's cross. I don't think everyone should be coming back from an awful injury like Alex Smith, but right. uh, well, John Morant's pretty damn good. Well, everybody has different criteria. Yeah, that's the thing with most improved, right? It's not the comeback right. player of the year, so it's a little bit different. Although I will say if, the thing that sucks for you is like if you put if you did, you know, betting Zion, it probably, I guess, made sense to bet Morant too in that same in that same situation. But yeah, I mean yeah, right. the thing is, everybody has different criteria. I mean, I wouldn't think that. I mean, Morant has been good enough or or great enough the last couple of years. Although I will say he did take a big leap this season. But 
I did think a guy like either Garland or Poole or Bain, like one of those guys, I thought just like from last year, this year, they kind of went from yeah. kind of nobody, even though they might have put up some decent numbers, you know, Garland might have put up some numbers, but kind of went from nobodies to like legit, mm-hmm. like legit good players. So I'm, I I don't know. It's hard to say just, with this award. Oh, you could say Garland could win it. I mean, exactly. He had a great season. Yeah. I just don't know. Had, you know. I, I don't know. It's like... You know, you get you get like a BMW, and they added a spoiler to it, and it's like, look how much better this is. Like, yeah. I'm not the new version. Like, I'm not. I, I know he got snubbed, right, for the All Star. First of all, if you make the All Star team in 2021, you shouldn't get it in 2022. Right. No, I agree with that. But all, all the talk was that he was snubbed in 2021. So all the talk was that he was good enough to be an All Star. So why is he now? I, I get that he's better, but this is a dumb dumb award. I, I personally think Morant was embarrassed by getting well, that award. It is funny, right? It's, 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 it's a good, right. It's a good I, question. I, I think he was embarrassed. Like, Should be. I, most he doesn't like, want I, that shit, Darren. He, he, like you said, he gave he gave the award to Bain. He said, hey, it's, it's, right. take this. <laughs> right. I don't even want it. Like, I, I think he was embarrassed by it. He, he really don't want a, a piece of that award. I think it, for right. him, he's like, I, I'm already good. Oh. I, I'm already uh, uh, yeah. I'm already a star. I, I you know, so uh, yeah, a, be- a better award that. though would be for the guy who got worse the next season. Like, I guess oh, would, yeah. would, would Randall get that this season? I mean, <laughs> he got most improved. Did he? Oh, wait, who, unbelievable! Who did he win last year. Most he won improved. most improved, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, he can win most improved again. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what do you think, ba- uh, Babyface? What are you saying? The Joel, the Ben Simmons Award? Oh yeah, that would it would only make sense the Ben Simmons Award. <laughs> that would, yeah. But then again, he actually improved his value because without playing, he got traded for James Harden. So that's true. That's pretty yeah, that's true. Good improvement. <laughs> who, such a mess. Who wins most improved uh, from extra points crew from the uh, from everyone uh, over the last year? Most improved. Interesting. Harley Kid. I mean, the odds on favorite is Mikey Meatballs to me. Really? Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. You know what? I think I think of Mikey Meatballs is just steady, steady as they come. Again, mm. it'd be the same as uh, John Morant. Uh, I think which uh, Jim Jim Cunningham never would have won the award. No, he couldn't. Right? No, he had no, no, he had no interest in improving. No. Uh, I don't know. John Morant, Megan Morant. I don't. I don't know. There's, there's a few. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll right. figure it out. All right. Uh, three games tonight, though. Miami seven point favorite, two seventeen versus Atlanta. Um, I think the Heat score a lot in this game. I like them over 112 and a half. I like like a 117, 111 final. Probably, kid, you'd say uh, the Heat run away with this and close out this series. Yeah, I get the impression that Atlanta is, uh, they're done. They seem mm-hmm. fried. Um, they've not gotten a good series from really any of their players, and particularly their best player in Trey Young. Um, I'm not sure if Trey Young has it in him really here. Uh, to uh, pull one of these games out. I just don't, I think that Miami's defense has obviously uh, figured out a way to contain him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this, I think this game gets away uh, from the Hawks early in the second half. Miami covers the, the points here. All so. right, Harry. Now I like a lot of points. I at least like the heat to score a lot, but you mm-hmm. say under for the game. Yeah. Under two seventeen. look, the Hawks, are averaging just 98 points a game in the series, including scoring just 86 at home in game four. Yeah. Capella wasn't insignificant in game four in 21 minutes, just two points on the offensive end. And Young, plain and simple, having a poor, poor series, 20 of 57 from the field, seven of 33 from three-point range. He's got more turnovers, guys, at 24 than he's got field goals, like I said, at 20. Mm-hmm. And not, not too much can be uh, – 
Butler defensively has been fantastic for the Heat. He had four steals in the last game. Sal, you mentioned how great he was on offense, but defensively, he's not getting the credit he deserves. Like I said, right. uh, four steals in the last game, 12 in the series. Another point uh, about Young, just with these forced shots that he takes, two games he's got under 10 points. I think this is a shutdown situation for uh, yep. uh, the Heat against Atlanta, and maybe the Hawks go under 100 points. Or Sal, the Heat might get their, their 100 and uh, Hundred and uh, ten points or something or thirteen. No, I need thirteen. Hawks, Give me thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> thirteen, and then the Hawks may go under hundred again. Okay, all right, I'll take that. I don't care. Uh, Bry out of Bayou, uh, you like him under? Yeah, I like him under the seventeen and a half. Usually, I like in these type of games. I usually yeah. like to go with uh, an away team, a guy from the away team to take the under. But you mm-hmm. know, Atlanta doesn't have a ton of guys <laughs> on this list here to take, and some of their numbers are already low. But um, it's likely it's likely Capella is playing in this game too, which will limit Adebayo. But this year's right. Adebayo is just not taking it a ton, ton of shots, and usually he'll get to the line a decent amount, which will you know add to his totals. But he's not even doing that. You know, this right now he's only averaging ten and a half points. Uh, yeah, ten and a half points, I believe, over the uh, first four games, and the most he scored in in game four was fourteen points. So it just seems like you know I know you're going with Butler to have a big game. It just seems like it's his series. Um, seems like he'll have another big game. So I'm going to go under 17 and a half for Bam. All right. The next game, Memphis minus six, 231 and a half versus Minnesota. This is all of a sudden a series parlay kid. I know you don't like it to be, but it's, it's two, two, right. And coming back to Memphis, this is your team in the West. I'm going with your guys here. I'm going with the Grizz. Uh, first of all, I, I don't know. Can we parlay with what kind of uh protest it's going to be? Is there going to be, I don't know. I don't know what, what happened. We would, just let live chickens out on the court at this point, right? What the hell does it matter? Um, I'm going Memphis. Can't count on Towns. Uh, he's gamed the game in terms of effectiveness. I think uh, the most improved player improves even more, John Morant. Unselfish game. I like his assists over in this game. Desmond Bain, as bad as they were, they're not that bad. They lost by a point. Bain. Brandon Clark, very good Saturday, 34. Clark had 15 off the bench. Watch out for Jaron Jackson this game. He had three games with five fouls, so they had a, they're forced to use him sparingly. Mm-hmm. But I think he gets some calls going his way. little home cooking. Game two, you know, he had four oh. threes and 16 points. I like him, Parley Kid, 119, 108. You're taking him as well. Yeah, I'm taking uh, the Grizz here, uh, Sal. Um, I think... I don't know if you saw their their coach in the post game conference the other mm-hmm. night. Really went off on the refs. He said, "Find me." Uh, I thought the refs were pathetic uh, in that game. Um, and whether I agree with whether he should be doing that or not, I do think that uh, I think they'll be they will get the calls tonight. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, uh, and I think his team will appreciate him doing that. Uh, and so I, I I think look. This is to me. This is a uh, you know if Memphis is who they think they are, uh, who they've been playing like. This is a must-win game for them, right? Uh, and I do think they. I think they. I think they get a win and a blowout here. All I right. think they. I think they. This game won't be close. Right, tonight, so, may, so you're saying maybe we could bet Jaron Jackson under four and a half fouls by halftime. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That's right. That. Very possible. Harry Bain over twenty and a half. Is that what it is at now? Yeah, twenty and a half at minus one fourteen. Yep. And so far, it's Bain not, and not Morant for Memphis through four games, who's leading yep. the Grizz mm-hmm. and scoring at over 23 points per game. Morant struggling, shooting only 40%. Bain, 49%. And also Bain, 48% from yep. three-point range. 60 points combined last two games. Yeah. Bain may just have to be the first option for Memphis again, especially if Morant starts slow. 
All right. But Bry doesn't think that's going to happen. Um, I do like Memphis here a lot in this game, mm-hmm. Sal, especially. But I, I will say I'm going to go with Morant over 26 and a half. I think, you know, Minnesota's done a good job forcing Ja to pass the ball. That's why his assists have been up. But I think Ja doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. take that many outside shots as well. But I think what's going to happen in this game, he's going to get to the line. Like Parley Kid was saying before, his coach was complaining after mm-hmm. that game four that they just weren't getting enough free throw uh, foul calls. So, I do think he's going to attack the basket in this game. You know, he only went over this number once in game one, but I think he's going to have a big game. I'd expect him to put up, you know, probably like 30 points here. He's got to. They could take that freaking award away that he shouldn't have gotten anyway, right? Imagine he goes under his point total yeah. the day after he gets the uh, MIP. Come yeah, on. Hey, sure. More importantly, Bri, yep. we're racing the 10 tonight. Memphis, so they're going to be a, a sizable favorite to score 10 points first. It's the most fun we have. All week, uh, four of us get together. We scream. We play for somebody. We'll determine that later on, uh, a civilian. But uh, we have to pick one of these two teams to score 10 points first. We yell and scream for four or five minutes, and then we go on with our nights. Who are we going? It's your turn to pick. Well, I, I know. Well, I got I don't. I got it right. Did I get two right in a row or one right? I just can't remember. I, I think I, two. I think you got two um, and then lost one. No, yeah. I, I never lost. We kind of just. Oh, we kind of just really? skipped. Yeah, we kind of just. Why did we take? We took the dice from we you? Kinda I don't think skip, we I think because we went to Brad. I think we went to Brad at that oh, point. It's always <laughs> a mistake. And then we went, oh, and yeah. then we went right to Harry. But. Um, I'm going to go with Memphis at minus 154. I will say it's laying a lot here uh, because if you look at it, uh, Minnesota has actually won the race to 10 all four games so far in the series. Is that right? Wow. (laughs) And one of the games was what, 12, nothing to start. was that game three. Mm, Yeah. Uh, But I, I do think that, you know, again, this goes to the coach, you know, the coach complaining. In mm-hmm. game four about the foul calls. I do think they, the coach will realize this, how poorly they've gotten off to starts in every yeah. one of these games. So I do think at home, yeah. I, I like them in general in a blowout in this game. And I'm going to take them. Uh, I'm going to take them. We'll, I'm going to say it's like 10-4. They get Whoa, out to, they right. get, get you, out to early lead You don't here. have to name the score. And, that's, and minus, that's, I know. Minus 154. I know it's lying a lot, but I think this you know, I the wonder switch if you is tonight. Could, will there be a race to 10 where you lay points? Like you get, you could take oh. Memphis minus 154 I like, or I like, Memphis first I, to 10. Minus two and a half, uh, even. I, or I do like that. If you could get All like right, an, even, an even line, let's just started something let's brand new. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Terrible, brand new and bad. But uh, I'm sorry we took the baton from you, that but brother Brian. I've realized. So whoever usually starts starts us off with a win, except for Brad, right? Um, yes. So this yes, is Paul Lincoln gave, gave us a couple been. wins in a row. Was that game one, Atlanta, Miami? Is that what we lost last race to ten? That game one? No. Um, game two. Uh, no, oh. that game, that had to be game two, right? Yeah, it game was. Two. Yeah, game one was a weekend. Yeah, game one was yep. a weekend, right? Yeah, the first yeah. games of the weekend. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, it just yep. seems like they've played thirty-seven <laughs> games in that series. All right, no, Harry, right. listen, I know you don't want to lay the the juice there, but you have to bet this. All right, we're all I'm in, man. Together. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. right, all right, babyface, you're happy, uh, brother Bryce, picking these again. Well, a lot of people were upset on the internet because Brad was on fire, and especially the guy that got the trivia question was like, "What the hell, Brad's picking?" And I mean, the, the internet was calling Brian Mahat Mahatma Gandhi because he was so hot. I don't get. Oh, Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know what that means, but right. maybe it's because he's bald. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, that's probably it. All right, Mahatma, Mahatma, come through for us again. <laughs> I need the Suns also to come through. That's the latest game, the third game. Minus six and a half, two fourteen and a half against these Pelicans. The series is two two. 
Uh, you know, I said it yesterday. This team goes as far as Chris Paul takes him as long as Devin Booker's out of the lineup. And I do think and hope now, because I have so much riding on the Suns this series, I think he hits over one and a half threes for the home games, games one and two. He had four and two threes. Uh, those games, he took six three-pointers. It took six shots. I like him to get an extra look or two to spark the crowd here in Phoenix. Game five, low-scoring game, 105-96 under. Mm. All surpasses his team total. Harry, I'm going, I know I'm going up against you again. You say over here. I do. I mean, three games in a row. I'm going over 215. Three games in a row have yep. gone 221 or more. Pelicans mm-hmm. were great, especially in the second half uh, in the last game at home, scoring 69 points. Ingram's been great, averaging 30 points per game in the series. And I think Chris Paul bounces back at home in Phoenix uh, after his poor game uh, scoring in game four, eight, and was great in New Orleans, 24 or 34 in, in from the field, 51 points, got a lot of easy buckets, and his mm-hmm. jumper's been great. Um, movement, and more offense, I think, from Crowder. Crowder's gone back-to-back mm-hmm. games with double digits, creeping up a little bit more on uh, his offensive uh output and uh mcgee's been great for the suns too 14 minutes a game he's averaging 12 points a game i'm gonna go over 215 like i said three in a row been 221 all right now parley kid you're with me with the over threes but the thing with the over threes is you're you're kind of always in it as long as your guys are on the floor and it's not a blowout right you have cam johnson here yeah i have cam johnson just like last night i had curry uh the nets that uh was a an easy one at plus money cam johnson not getting plus money for here but at three plus threes, minus 146. Johnson's a big X factor for this team. Yeah. I think on, uh, you know, on, on in this game, uh, they're going to rely on him. He's getting his shots. He has not shot the ball very well until last game where he did make three. Been struggling before that. I'm thinking this, this game gives him a little confidence. You know, shooters need that confidence. Maybe he's got it back. Let's take the three plus threes for Johnson at minus 146. In a game... That they need him to step up for Jesus. Scoring. Please do it already, uh, <laughs> Harry. You got to stop by that game. You got to inspire these guys. Take your shirt mm, off. Yep. T- start twisting your nipple. Whatever you have to do. Yeah, Why is that? Actually, I'll be down. I'll be downtown today, so maybe I can yeah. swing over. Harry, yeah, how, do it. Harry is. Well, how come Harry never goes to these basketball games? Jump in games? there. Yeah, uh, Brian, uh, you are taking Valanciunas over twelve and a half rebounds. I think I did this the other day at the. Oh no, what did I? Have? I had like fourteen or more at. Plus money, but you yeah, had it even. Yeah, you had it adjusted like Yeah, you had an adjusted yeah. line. But yeah, I'm taking the over 12 and a half here. He's been killing mm-hmm. the Suns on the board. He's actually averaging 16 rebounds per game in this series. Um, and in fact, in the eight games versus the Sun this season, he's averaging yeah. f- 15 and a half rebounds. He's had 13 or more rebounds in six of the eight games against the Sun. So I'm not sure even like yep. somebody like Aiton can keep him off the board. So 12 and a half, I think even, even though I like Phoenix to win this game. I, I mm-hmm. think Valanciunas still has a good rebounding game. All right. Those are the three games for tonight. I'm sure there'll be more tomorrow, right, guys? They'll, they'll, this is just never going to end. But another season's not going to end. Baseball just picking up where you can turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. And with FanDuel same-game parlays, you can turn little bets into big paydays. Oh, parlay kid. I don't even know if you realize this, but our whole discussion, and we may have even cut it out of the, the podcast, Justin Turner versus uh, Trey Turner. That was the difference with my same game. <laughs> that was it. Justin Turner got, uh, yep. he got nothing. And Trey Turner had two total bases in the first at bat. So that was, uh, that uh, was it. And I went three out of four. Otherwise, of course, that's what oh, happens. But man. 
That doesn't happen very often. You usually win on these same game parlays. Do it. Sign up. Place your first bet. FanDuel refunds you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. That's a good deal. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sports book. Parlay insurance, Harry. One of the reasons Mm. I love and I know you love betting on FanDuel. Great promotions every day. Safe and secure app. You get paid fast. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds to get started with your risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll go over some draft props. All right, the NFL draft. You know, I, it's coming Thursday, and I feel stupid yelling and screaming about this because it is, it's normally all over the place, but this year it really, really is all over the place. I mean, we don't even know who the first pick is going to be. Trayvon Walker is now the favorite as of yesterday to go first. He uh, he passed Aiden Hutchinson, who's expected to go second. We don't know which quarterback is supposed to go first. We don't know anything. We don't. And that's why last year we got uh, we at least knew a little something. We knew Trevor Lawrence was going one. Zach Wilson was going to the Jets. We didn't know number three. Um Clay Travis and uh, Todd Furman. What's the other guy? I think they're both retired now. I don't know what they do now. They were screaming at me. No way. Mac Jones is going three. I was like, why? Who cares? Why should he be the third quarterback? I'm going to say Trey Lance. And I was right. And they were wrong. And I had nothing at all to base on it. And guess what? Trey Lance wasn't even as good as Mac Jones. So nobody knows anything. Right, Bri? It's really stupid. Well, Um, it's really stupid. I will say, too, the funny thing is, right, for as much as we look at these drafts, I feel like every time I look at it now, it's like it's like looking at it for the first time because all all of these odds, everything keeps changing. So it's like whatever I just looked at yesterday doesn't even matter. Everything's brand new today. The numbers are going crazy. Yeah, and it's not even the VIG that's changing. It's the numbers. I yeah. mean, you've got guys at 15 and a half going to 12 and a half, 13 and a half. Let's start with Malik Willis, who is still favored to be the number one quarterback taken. His over-under now is 13 and a half over minus 130. Like you said, it was 12 and a half last night. So now it's 13 and a half. I'm going under. I still think he gets taken first. I think he gets taken early. I think it's taken by either Detroit, Atlanta, or New Orleans. I don't know that Detroit gets him with that two spot. Still good value at 10 to 1. Maybe they'd have to pass a number two or trade him away, trade up from 32 to get to 12, something like that. Uh, he's also plus 350 to go to New Orleans. I could see them trading up from 16. Maybe ends up, you know, maybe they trade with a team like the Commanders at 11. Atlanta, 6 to 1, is right there at number eight. You know, they don't have to do a thing. They could just take him if he's available. I think he's going to be a hot commodity when it comes down to it Thursday. Keep People keeping quiet about Malik Willis. It was number one quarterback right out there. Either way, I see him going before the 14th pick. I'm going uh, under. Bri, you agree with me? Yeah, I'm going under, too. Um, I don't know why that number jumped up. I guess somebody knows something. But you have four teams that need it. Four teams. (laughs) Nobody knows anything. I promise you that. (laughs) Four four teams in the top nine need a quarterback. And and that's not, you know, I I don't know if Detroit would take it, too. But that's not Mm -hmm. to say Detroit, again, couldn't trade back down if they wanted to. I could also see a team trading up into the top 13 to grab him, um, you know. But he definitely has the most upside of any QB. But between Mm -hmm. Carolina, Atlanta, Seattle, those all make sense. Atlanta makes a lot of sense because, again, you have a guy like Mariota in there who's like, you know, he's going to be a short-term answer. And he's, you know, athletic quarterback that could uh, tutor – Willis here. So I, yeah. I don't know. To me, I think, you know, I the one thing is I don't think teams, I mean, maybe because the dra- the quarterbacks are a little weaker in this class, but you also don't want to miss out on the next 
big thing. So maybe Willis again has the most potential. So I, I could see a team being like, we can't miss out on him and potentially, again, trading up into the top 13 to draft him. Yeah. And then there's Kenny Pickett. His over-under is now 15 and a half. Now, mm. again, last night, it was, it's weird because he was 12 and a half, just like Malik Willis, even though Malik Willis is uh, more likely to get drafted, at least according to the odds, more likely to get drafted first. They were exactly the same at 12 and a half. Now Pickett is 15 and a half. Uh, even big there over under is minus one fourteen. Uh, either way, I'm going over. I think it could be Steelers at twenty. I could be someone like Carolina trading down, but getting him. I'm thinking either way later in the first round. Um, you know, I, it just it's weird that they both had the same over under. Some people think some people think Harry that Pitt could get him at fifty two. Um, he could be the Mac Jones of the draft dropping, maybe not out of the first round, but later than anticipate. I'm going to go under. You go under 50. I'm going to go over. You go under yeah, 15. I'm going to go. I'm going to go under. Um, look, I, like you said, who knows anything? We don't know anything. I wouldn't be surprised if the Willis goes later in the first round. Maybe Pickett's the guy. Brian mentioned Seattle, Atlanta, maybe Detroit. And mm-hmm. at 15 and a half picks, if I'm going to go under, even at 15, Philadelphia sits at 15. Past couple of years, they've made very interesting first round picks. I'm not, I'm not so sure that they feel that Hertz is their guy. So uh, that's a situation too with it fit, fit under 15 and a half with Philly going 15. But at six, I kind of like Carolina. It makes sense, I think, to take a quarterback there considering um, Pickett played in the ACC. He's in that area. Uh, again, Sam Darnold stinks. That's the problem. Oh, Sam yeah. Darnold stinks. <laughs> It's I keep true. forgetting. Oh, I keep forgetting true. not to ask you. That uh, Sam Darnold stinks. 45, 45 touchdowns uh, last year for Pickett in one year. <laughs> Sam Darnold's got three and let's not three, 40, 45 touchdowns in three years in the NFL. And let's not count. His oh, you're, you're counting college stats against uh, that's well, fair. That's I'm, fair. I, I know that's okay. weak. Weak. But yeah, I'm still weak. <laughs> Sam Darnold stinks. It's true. It's damn true. Harry, you had a, a terrible <laughs> argument until you added that terrible argument at the end. You're really yeah. good. Uh, all right. It's so okay. where are we now? I'm going to go. All right, Derek Stingley. LSU, I mean, this is the hottest name in the draft right now. The people are saying he could be a top three pick. He moved from when we had Daniel Jeremiah on, he was 12 or 12 and a half. Then he moved to nine and a half. As of last night, now he's eight and a half. The under is minus 172. He moved to eight and a half and the under is minus 172. That's a big, big move, Parlay kid. Um, People say it's a no brainer. Sauce Gardner over Stingley. But uh, they're still moving up spots. There's his foot injury with Derek Stingley. There's the fact that Devontae Smith had over 200 yards posted on Stingley a couple of years ago. I still think the commanders or Vikings take him outside the top 10. So I'm going over for Stingley. You have him as yeah. well. I agree. So everything you just said, Stingley over. I think his ascension here has, um, I'm not sure what's happened or why it's been warranted, uh, but I think, uh, you know, like you said, he's ju- moved up about four spots in the last week or so, but I think he kind of middles that. I think it's is going to be about 10 uh, shade over 10 here. So let's take the plus money, right? So yeah. for a guy that was uh, well over this eight and a half just a week ago. Well, that's the thing. Right? And, it, and, yeah. he's, and he's had some, uh, you know, an injury. There's, there's some things like he's not a short, you know, he's he's going to be a good player, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I don't know if teams are going to be really jumping here into the top 10 uh, to grab him. So yeah, take the plus 128 as it sits right now. 
Yeah, I mean, look, these are bingo numbers, right? We're we're really trying to pick the lottery here. So with with the really just taking dabs, everything. So I think the thing is, don't get hurt. Don't lose too much. I know I'm not going to follow my own advice, but don't lose too much money. Maybe you don't take too many heavy minuses. Now, so under three and a half quarterbacks is minus 250. I love that. And I know I'm going to have a lot on that. And it's going to be stupid when... um, you know, the uh, Notre Dame's uh, backup gets picked in the first round or something. But uh, right. Desmond Ritter over under 30 and a half. He's kind of been consistent around this number, Harry, for a while. I'm going to mm. go under. Um, mm. But what's interesting is with the with the Lions, I, yeah, I think he's taken in the first 30. I think three quarterbacks go. I think he's one of them. Um, it's funny. I, I have the Lions taking four quarterbacks. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be <laughs> upset when it doesn't happen. But, but the point is, this is different from betting Ritter is a first round pick because you could bet over and he could still be a first round pick if the Lions sit tight at 32. You know what I'm saying? So if you like the over and you think the Lions stay put at 32, you're getting that middle. Titans could also be interested. They could trade up. Uh, I like. I think whoever gets them is in good shape. Detroit, Pittsburgh, Carolina get a nice bargain here. Forty-four touchdowns, seven interceptions, pre-snap judgment. Supposed to be the best out of everyone on the board, and accuracy actually got better. Even though some say he, it hasn't, uh, he's one of the three quarterbacks taken the first round. I like mm-hmm. under. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over the thirty and a half. Sally, make a great point there at thirty at thirty-two, maybe for Detroit. Uh, we're tied, by the way. Tied one coffee each so far. Uh, I think <laughs> I have two. Each. I think oh, okay, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, no. I'm battling oh, a deadly disease here. Oh, yeah, oh no. <laughs> and, uh, and he had a nice career, very nice career uh, under Luke Fickle at, at Cincinnati. But I just don't see him being that great of a quarterback in the NFL. He, he looked like a deer in the headlights versus Alabama in the college semifinal. He had just two games last year of over 300 yards for the Bearcats. I'm just not overly impressed with him. To be a first round pick uh, in terms of, you know, the, uh, at least going under the 30 and a half, maybe a 32 to Detroit makes sense, but I'm just going to go over 30 and a half. The thing that jumps out to me is 44 touchdowns and Sam Darnold, how many this year? No. Okay. Oh, that's ours. <laughs> 45 <laughs> for his three year career and interceptions are very close. Uh, uh, we talked about Parley Kid, uh, Sauce Gardner versus uh, Stingley. Over under is four and a half. Again, yesterday it was five and a half. Now the over four and a half is minus two fifty. I'm gonna go under. Do I have that right? I have under. Yeah. So I have under. Am I getting plus one eighty five on the under four and a half? Is, oh, is that right? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. That's crazy. Oh well. Yeah. 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 Well, the, under plus I, under I, four and a half is plus one eighty five. Uh, I like it. You know. I, I look, this is a Jets pick right now, right? At four. I think they can't pass up Thibodeau or Gardner, right? So if one's right. available, they got to take him. And I think Sauce is available. Opposer passer rating 22.6 when targeted, which is like second in the whole FBS. Opposing quarterbacks average three, less than three and a half yards per target when targeting him. Uh, they threw no touchdowns and three interceptions. I think this is a steal. For the Jets or the, you know, here's the thing with the Jets. You don't want to screw up. You almost want to pick after the Giants, right? So that you don't have to have this hanging over your head um, that, oh boy, we screwed up the pick and now the Giants got the the better of the deal. I think he's a Jet at number four and I'm getting plus 185. Parley Kid, you have to lay a lot to go over here at this point, right? Well, that's why I said, you know what? I actually did read it a bit wrong here, Sal. I, um, I, I, I'm going to go with you oh, here okay. as well under. on the under. At the plus money, uh, just like we're saying, um, 
you know, if you look at a lot of, uh, I've, I've looked at uh, thousands of mock drafts on, mm. on our, our mock draft uh, database here. And Gardner, you know, he's, some people have him going as uh, even third yeah. here in this draft. Uh, he's a lockdown corner. Uh, certainly would fit uh, what uh, Salah wants to do with the Jets, right? Like defensive first type of team. Yep. So, uh, again, I'm just going to take the plus money here. It's too good. I mean, uh, minus 250 to go over here is way too much. Yeah. Let's take the plus 185. Uh, this is this might be a really good value here for us, Sal, on Gardner. Yeah, I like it. Uh, also, all right, so Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave over on their 16 and a half. The under is minus 205 if you think he gets in the first half of the draft. The over is plus 122. It's, it's actually 152. Sorry. Is it? All right. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. can we tighten that up a little bit? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is hard enough. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the over at plus 152. I like the plus money with so many wide receivers out there. Could the Saints, Commanders, Jets, or Falcons take them? Probably. But there's a world where Wilson goes and Williams goes and London goes before Olave. Six and a half wide receivers projected. Brother Brian, you like that number over or under? First of all, six and a half wide receivers. I, I like I like the over with the plus money, but the plus one fifty two. Yeah. And you know, I've struggled betting these wide receivers though. I will say the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but now I do think probably Olave. I think probably should go within the top sixteen. But when when you factor in Jameson Williams that we talked about yesterday, and then you got Wilson, you got London. Um, who who it appears these GMs like more. So will four right wide receivers go in the top sixteen? I'm just going to say no mm. and get the plus 152. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Let's take the pluses 152. All right. I asked everyone to pick a bonus outside of the six that we just mentioned. Uh, let's stay with the wide receivers. Uh, Harry, you like Dotson under 30 and a half. You think he's pretty much going to be a first round. Yeah. Under uh, 30 and a half for John Dotson at minus 114 wide receiver from Penn State. Great hands. Uh, great route runner. Breakaway speed. Ran a 4440. Um, just uh, 91 receptions last year, 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, solid player. Just the one little bugaboo about him that that Whoa. the uh, that the uh, teams don't really care for is that he is only 5'11", but I've seen him make some unbelievable catches in big games when it mattered. Guy's a stud. I'm I, I'm taking him under 30. And um, you're always about reach and height and everything like that when it comes to MMA, but with NFL, you don't care, huh? All right. Interesting. I, I'm, going with the, interesting. Yeah. I'm taking a wide receiver way down on the list there. Although he shouldn't be John Mechie. Now I get it. Torres ACL. What that was in the sec championship game. That was in that right. Levis before the, the playoff. Yeah. Uh, his number is 56 and a half. Um, so that puts him at the latter part of the second round. And I don't have to remind you how much these teams love Alabama wide receivers, Waddle, Smith, Ruggs, Judy, Ridley, all four first-rounders. I know there are some groans in there because of personal issues with some of those guys. But you have to go back to 2017 when an Alabama wide receiver went, I don't know, past 56. You guys, you, could you guys even guess who it is? No way, right? Our Darius Stewart went 79th, huh. and that didn't work out because he was a Jet, basically. But anyway, Mechie's listed as the 10th best receiver and really would have been second or third, I think, if not for the injury. 96 catches, 1142, eight scores last year. He had he had 2,100 yards in two years. Uh, again, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're banking on this ACL to heal up, uh, heal up, but I think he's second or third best. I see, think someone takes a chance on him before the end of the second round. Give me under for John Mechie. Uh, Brother Brian, what do you like? 
Yeah, I like uh, Tyler Linderbaum at under 28 and a half. You know, there was a point, he's the center for Iowa, but there was a yep. point where like centers, guards, yes. right? Well, years ago, right? Or a long time ago, it would have been like you take a center or guard either late first round, second yeah. round, third round. Although that's that that that's changed, right? Recently in terms mm-hmm. of top guards and, and top centers. Um, but, you know, Iowa consistently churns out great offensive linemen and tight ends. And, you know, some people are saying he's maybe the best center over the last couple of years. So it would make sense, right, for maybe even a team like the Giants to trade back and grab this guy a little bit later. Definitely, a f- yeah. definitely a few teams who could upgrade at center or maybe even move, you know, to a guard spot for a year or two, depending on what your center uh, position is, but I just like him a lot to to go well below the 28 and a half. I know you like him, but at 28 and a half, isn't this someone like the Raiders would have taken at number three and just driven you crazy? <laughs> Actually, right? it would have been right, better yeah. picked than they would have taken. Than what they did, that UCLA yeah. line. Yeah, sure. Par- For sure. Paul Kid, maybe he ends up a cowboy, Linderbaum, right? I've seen his name thrown around. Uh, I, I think that would be, I would think that would be great. I think, you know, he's one of these guys. Uh, I do like this, what, what Brian is saying too, because but you know what? What are they saying? His arms are short, or something like that. Yeah. Right. Like that's what's holding what's it back. What's his reach, Harry? Come on. I mean, <laughs> guy was a guy was a. I think Sal might have been a, a state champion wrestler too, oh. or as close to it. So nice. Anytime you can get one of these guys who were good wrestlers, right. they always pan out. Always. Mm-hmm. There you go. So if the Cowboys have a chance to get him, I would jump on him. All right, and you have a bonus pick too for us, Parlay Kid. Yeah, I'm going to take Corral over mm. 34 and a half here in the draft. I, I really honestly, with the exception of maybe Willis, I don't think any of these quarterbacks should go before 34 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would sit and wait on any of these guys. Um, I'm not sure even the teams that have uh, needs at quarterback, this might not be the year to be drafting one. Uh, you might just want to wait, let your backup play a year and, uh, get back into the draft there next year for a quarterback. So Corral over 34 and a half. By the way, uh, Corral, Long Beach High School, plays fifth in the county uh, as a wrestler. Senior <laughs> year. I don't know if you remember. Oh. No, I made that up. Uh, <laughs> I, I did look up the high school there for you. All right, that's it. So uh, I don't know if anyone learned anything there, but we'll have more draft stuff for you tomorrow. We'll have more NBA for you tomorrow. And don't forget, race to 10. Bri, who are we going with? Memphis, right? Memphis. Memphis minus 154. All right. but, all Let's right. go. So it's minus 154, but Bri says this isn't going to be close. This is a 10-3, no. 10-4 type game. Check in with us. What is that? 7.30? 7.30 Eastern time? 7.30, yep. Let's do Eastern. that. That's the TNT game. Get it going. Harry and Angie's wedding. Don't forget, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Jump in on the props. That's going to be a lot of fun. $430 money order from Western Union signed by Harry. Uh, if uh, if that goes your way. Anything else, uh, Babyface? Did we forget anything? I think we covered everything. Oh, I, I just uh, you know, hopefully Harry can check in from uh, getting the, the the wedding certificate, the wedding registry, the wedding. Uh, what are you called? doing? No, the he's license, getting his license, license or something. License yeah. today. License today. Maybe I'll pop over. I, see if I can pop over the... Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook there at uh, Footprint Do Center. it. Go live. Yes. Go live for do that. It. That'll be interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That'll be awesome. There you go. All right. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.